Hi. How are you? I am doing so well today. How are you? Good. I was just telling Miranda I'm like just a little bit irritated, but nothing to, you know, disrupt this today. Um, Mm -hmm. I wonder if this happens to you and I wonder if this happens to other people because I got to know. Nights that or days that I lift legs, like if I squat or deadlift, that night I sleep like shit. Like I can feel, pay attention to it the next time. So if anyone listening experiences this, please reach out to me because I'm very curious. But those nights, because I think my central nervous system gets like, takes a beating, it really messes with my sleep. And like, I woke up several times throughout the night. My heart rate was elevated. My resting heart rate was elevated, um, you know, because it's an added stressor to the body. So I'm curious if anyone else like experiences this. Do you? I would not be able to tell you uh, anything definitively other than my children that keep (laughs) me up at night. So there could be, but I wouldn't be able to. You wouldn't know. Yeah, I wouldn't know, unfortunately. Okay. Well, listeners, please let me know because I think it's something, I think there's validity to it, but I just need to know if I'm the only one because. Somebody needs to study this. We need to know. It's probably already been done. I Um, need answers. There was something else I was going to say to you about sleep and uh, never mind. I lost it. I have something about sleep. I want to start taping my mouth. Oh, so do I. I want Chad to as well. I don't snore, but like I literally like, like my face. I do it too. And and I know it changes the shape. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it changes the shape of your face. Um, And then I think it's something to do with like uh, stress. Like it can, yeah. There's so many other benefits. We'll have to look into that, and we can talk about it in in an episode. But um, I think we should trial it for like a like well for sure. I'm excited because, like, the only thing no, it's already, fucking with me. No, I haven't ordered it yet. Hmm. So the thing with it is I just don't know if I – if it will be comfortable. Okay, so, like, I've tried sleeping in, like, um, not hairnets, but they're, like – I mean, it is a hairnet, but it's a silk one, okay? Mm-hmm. And, like, even that irritates me. I, I've tried sleeping in retainers. I can't do that. So, like, I don't know if I'll be able to make it work is my only concern. Interesting. I, my concern is that I order something that has like poor quality tape and it affects my skin. (laughs) Mm, That's valid too. I'm worried about that. Like I could be putting on fucking 3M, uh, that company that is in everything. And I'm like worried about that. So Mm, yeah. Well, I think it's like, yeah, you'll have to see because um, the skinny confidential owner, um, what's her name? Lauren Bostick. She does it and she's super big on skin and like natural products mm, and all mm-hmm. of that. Maybe she has something like in her link tree that you'll, I, I can look it up for you and see what she uses, but yeah, she's super big on it. I've never heard of her. Oh yeah. They're so they were based out of LA. They moved to Austin. He has, Dear Media, which is a, which is like a media production company. So like Mm -hmm. 
for podcasts. Okay. So they have the Skinny mm-hmm. Confidential, their own podcast, but then they are the media company for se- so several podcasts. Oh, okay. Cool. Goals for sure. Not yeah, for me, cool. but somebody. They're a like really like power couple. I love following them. I'll send you her page. She's great. They've got two kids. Mm-hmm. Um, probably similar situation. Like their daughter, Zaza, is the oldest. And then she just had Towns, who's like, he's got to be under a year old. I don't think he's a year yet. So mm-hmm. they're cute. Yeah, that's cute. I would love to be a little boss babe. I'm trying. Yeah, so they're cool. What else is – oh, there was something else I was going to say that I have a hot take about but that we were talking about. So um, everyone, you know, doesn't want to wash their hair as much, doesn't want to put as much heat on it, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Like you were just saying, your hair is like ridden with uh, dry shampoo. I want to be that girl, right, who goes once a week without – washing her hair. Mm-hmm. I cannot because my scalp will itch till the death. Like I can't handle it until it's clean. Same. Like, and Same. I don't know how people, like if you are that person who does that, how do you live with yourself? How do you lay down on your pillow at night and not scratch the shit out of your head before you jump into a shower? So I have an itchy scalp too for that reason and it drives me crazy and like it's not that I'm washing my hair not washing my hair because there's like some benefit I literally am just too busy sometimes and like I just don't get into the shower and like I'm able to wash my hair now eh, it's like the difference between like a five minute shower and like a 25 minute shower because I have like a million steps in my hair care routine and it's just a lot, but I wonder when was the last time you did a, what have you detox, like a, what is it called? When you, there's something mm-hmm. that it's called that you, uh, like a cleansing thing, cleansing shampoo. I don't Can you do use that. One of those? I okay. see my hairstylist every six to eight weeks. She uh-huh. does her thing. So, and then I just come and I wash it every couple of days. I do nothing. Now, what's... Which now I have an idea. Like, why don't you share your hair care routine on the pod? Like, you need to write it down and then I can, can do talk that. about it. I have a friend is it, that, what? Is it like, I don't, not, invasive is not the right word, but like intense? You mean like, is it high maintenance? Yes, it sure. is. Okay. <laughs> is my body care routine extremely like regimented like this day on this and this day on that and like I don't do this after this yes and it's I don't know how I allow this to take so much rent space in my head but it does well you'll have to walk us through it because I think that'd be helpful and because I just want to (laughs) know I can yeah I can walk you through a a body care and a um, hair care routine. Hair care was something really difficult to, f- there was not a lot of information out there on hair care. It was. Yeah, and your hair looks stunning. I'm so shiny. I don't even know how it is. Yeah. You know what? Someone, I was just talking with a friend who's a listener too, anyways. Mm-hmm. And um, she was like, has Marina had, maybe she said, has Marina had other 
hair colors or something. I was like, yes. Miranda went through a phase like early out of high school where she had like pink hair, blue hair, all the shit. And you bleach the hell out of it to get to that color. I was like, Mm -hmm. wow, what a time. Yeah. No. And even looks can be deceiving on, I know my hair is really dark, but it bleaches in minutes. I think yours is the same, right? Um, I mean, like, uh, like I can get pretty blonde, but I feel like it destroys my hair. Like I won't, I won't go lighter than what I am right now because the last time I did, it just like my hair was breaking off. So it doesn't, yeah, it'll bleach, but it won't hold well. Mm -hmm. I don't know that the integrity, I can't really, I, I don't. The integrity messes with me it, no matter how much bleach I put on. It like messes with me. Like I, I feel like I like buy a specific brush if I have bleach in my hair. I do very specific routines to maintain the bleach. But it's just I've come to this point where like the integrity of my hair means more to me than having blonde hair or like yeah. any really. I, I think I'm just going to rock my natural and when, you know, grays inevitably, inevitably start coming, I don't want to cover them up. Oh, you and I are very different because I will cover the shit out of them up. I want to let uh, them come through. I, well, I think well, it looks more so power cool. to you, Miranda. <laughs> I love I remember I had gray hair at one point and I fucking loved it, but it only lasted for like a week. It only looked good for a week. Hmm. And then it just so- washes terribly. Something I think is different about you because like you can even see here like you and I have very different like complexion like you're definitely more like porcelain and I'm like I get dark like Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that you don't but like I I also like layer sunscreen like a so do I I mean I do too um but you're yeah you're you're definitely like lighter complected you're like my son my son is just dark so like I have this gene clearly somewhere but I just didn't get it I also like I have what like I have dad and our grandma's skin a hundred percent to the T yeah well what I'm saying is like your lighter complexion I think looks better with the darker hair like your you don't get as washed out as much as like I do because I Mm -hmm. have like that tan like very tan skin that darker complexion I think, I disagree. I think you rock dark hair. Like a see, I don't. And every time like I get to that point, I'm just like, I've got to change it up because I feel like I have just like this black blanket on my head. And it just I don't know. I started doing hair glosses at home. Do you know what those are? So like yeah. a clear a clear gloss, I'll put that on and that I think helps too. But yeah, I think that you have fantastic hair color. I think you should start embracing it, baby. I mean, I did all of last year. I in 2022, I went back to my natural, got rid of all the blonde, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Wow, I feel ugly." So <laughs> I brought back some blonde to give me some life. Um, maybe I'll feel different when like I am back to, and I can give an update on this too. When I'm like back to a weight that is where I like want to maintain. Cause like, obviously mm-hmm. I'm like at a higher weight right now as I started to get better digestion, work on my skin health, basically like all the gut health stuff and start eating at maintenance before I can go into a deficit. Um, 
but I think maybe once I'm in a position where like I feel more comfortable like in my body or or like my body a little bit more because I'm like very body neutral right now but I think once I feel more or better about that maybe like I'll feel ready to kind of embrace my natural hair color yeah yeah I mean it I think it's just a personal preference that's all it really is and it's okay mm-hmm. I think yeah. the blonde looks great on you also I noticed that every one of your friends has blonde hair so I can imagine when you take a photo next to all your blonde babes, yeah. they're like, you just stand out. You're like, me with my dark hair. Yeah, that's true. That too. Yeah, that's exhausting. <laughs> I honestly, I'm at this point where like, so even like my friend, she was like paying like $500 to like maintain blonde. And like, yeah. that's a lot of freaking money. Oh, Yeah. So definitely, and that's what I told my hairstylist. I was like, I love the blonde we have in it. Let's maintain what we have. I could even have like my root come down a little bit more, Mm -hmm. um, but nothing more than that. Just, yeah, because like, I mean, every time I go to the salon, it's $300, you know? So It is so expensive. Yeah. That's honestly what was like stopping me. And honestly, the last time I got blonde, like looked kind of like yours. It looked terrible on me. And it's I've never felt terrible as a blonde this last time I did and I've just never I'm never going back. Oh, I thought it looked good. I felt I honestly couldn't stand I don't know what it was and I just wasn't vibing with it and I didn't feel pretty and then I just covered it up and now I think it's like down to here grown out. So yeah. Anyway, listen to us chat about our hair. Do you love this, guys? <laughs> I can't wait to report back on the mouth breathing, sleeping. It's going to be so yeah. interesting. Um, I think so, too. So was there anything that I had to say before we get into today's topic? I know. Anything that you needed to bring me up to date on your weekend? It was a memorial weekend. Hope, hopefully everyone was able to take some time to rest remember those who served. Um, mm-hmm. yes, it's a, it's a big day. Um, yeah. What'd you guys do? Anything? A lot of housework. Vito installed oh, yeah, all the trim. Painted. We painted That was only like five hours of our weekend. And then oh. we were installing trim on the floor, like on the floor trim and like I, and Vito even changed my oil in my car and he said to me, he's like, do you know what it's like keeping up with somebody that's almost 10 years younger than you and is running on Adderall? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I never thought of it that way. <laughs> is he 10 years older than you? No. He's, no, he's seven years older than me. But oh. that was just very funny because I was like you don't have to I was the one pushing him to I was like we can stop like we're fine we don't need to keep going and he just kept on (laughs) he didn't Um, stop but I thought that was very funny I actually have a huge bone to pick with you why did I have to get on Facebook let alone your husband's Facebook to learn that my beautiful niece graduated preschool Mm, I thought I told you no, you left that out. <laughs> yeah, she graduated preschool. Um, she looked adorable. Gosh, I know. 
She's just so cute. And like, I feel like her daughter, or her teacher, like, rushed through her report card because like, she just loves her. And she was like, Amelia is such a joy. Like, X is across the board for it. these preschool report cards are like, weird to read, but she did really great. And she starts kindergarten. Um, let's see, in August. That is like the saddest day for me. I will tell you that. I will tell you that. I don't want her to be six. I want her to stay five forever. And yeah. she can stay that age. She's such a cutie. She's so smart. And she looks, I know she's, my daughter's blonde for some reason. Um, but she looks just like me. And it's so freaky. Like, uh, who are you telling she has literally my exact same body and it's just so I was talking to Vito about this last night and I was like looking at her look just like me is like the weirdest feeling and like oh gosh it's so bizarre it is so bizarre I, yeah I feel it I mean I've uh, that's how I feel when I look at her too like she she has like your mannerisms your like facial features yeah she's, yeah she uh, literally looks like me but like a blonde hair blue-eyed little baby it's so weird um one last thing too and we can like jump into what we want to talk about today do you have on white eyeliner uh no it's like this aqua color i thought i had it over here but i don't it's a very pretty aqua color oh it looks good yeah it's supposed to you know look good with brown eyes eye. Yeah, I, think it I did a color analysis and my dumbass is a freaking no a cool winter I hate that where'd you do the color analysis I don't know I keep on getting a different thing every time I'm like the none none of the fun colors none of the fun colors and it doesn't even make any sense these like color analysis of like what your color is is exhausting but what site is it on uh, pick a site. Just pick a site. One of them. What is it? I've like done them all. Color analysis. Is it a color analysis for your makeup or your outfits or what? Clothing. Oh, okay. It's exhausting, and I don't see a difference. And I get a different depending on like the day of the week because like my skin tone will like change from like if I'm outside or not, and it like gives me a different one every time, and it's very annoying yeah it's lame this is it's send just me. yeah i'll send you something send you tell me what you are okay it's it's a lot i'm over it I'm trying to dress in specific colors that make you look better because if you wear the wrong color you look dull excuse me mm -hmm. i need to stick like, with neutrals as if we need much more than you know as if that like added layer doesn't make things so much worse I feel you. Well, um, I'll take the test and I'll let you know how I feel about it too. Cool. Let me know. Tell me how it okay. goes. So I am so excited to talk about this topic today because it was really hard for me to put this into words. Like a few weeks ago, this was only like a baby inside my head and like trying to like build the context and like formulate a way to explain this in a good way a digestible way and it wasn't just jargon that was inside of my head and 
so once I finally, you know, stayed up all night because I couldn't sleep for whatever reason, I was able to exert these thoughts, you know, just running on my energy at 2 a.m. Did you get the email notification at like 2 a.m.? <laughs> well, I think you like messaged me at 12 and I was like, sister, I'm in bed. <laughs> Sorry. So I saw your notifications were turned off. So I was like, great. Don't. <laughs> Here's the thing. No one's ever going to wake me up because I'm on do not disturb 24 seven. Like, it's so Chad good. can't even get through to me. I'll, I, I turn on my love ringer. it. So I, I don't have that choice because I have babies and a husband that like, like needs me sometimes. Like, not like he's like, we just need to be in communication about children or like something yeah. is popping up. And so, yeah, I love, I love it. And then I started missing things, important mm. things. So, yeah. So anyway, back to this little discussion. Like revelation. Yeah. Yeah. And it feels so good because I love moments of growth and being able to reflect on ways that like, in a nutshell, uh, ways that you have been hindering your growth without even realizing it. And like, that was like shocking to me because like sometimes we think that we're on the right path and we're doing all the right things. And like your part of you is like lagging and you aren't sure why. And you're like trialing and trial and erroring the solutions. And then something just smacks you in the face one day and you change. Has that ever happened to you? I, I've had moments where like I get sick of my own shit and make a change. Like it becomes so much that I'm sick and tired of feeling, you know, a certain way or dealing with a certain situation that I make a change. Mm. But and maybe and maybe that rides along the lines of what you're talking about where you're like you have a moment where you're like, "Oh yeah, I'm getting in my own way." Is that kind of what you're saying? So let me play this out for you. Uh, like a year ago. Well, okay. So I, I have been, you know, working, I've been on this journey for like five, six years. Well, last year I was telling my friend that I was like stressed out about putting this. I was like stressed out about getting my son's birthday together. And like, I was like, I'm not looking forward to this. There's so much that I have to do. There's so much that I have to put together. And my friend who's a mom of four, she was like, really? I love parties. It's so much fun. You know, the house is clean. Everybody's there and they're enjoying their time. And I was like, I it like stopped me. Perspective. Right. As we're getting to that. And then like three episodes ago, we were talking about making friends and you were like, it's all about the change of, you know, your mindset. Like what is your mindset going into things? And that's when those two events just like came together and I was like, hang on, you're telling me that if I just like change my perspective, you know, open up my mind a little bit, you know, I like things can like, I, I don't even know how to explain this, but I'm going to do my best where I, I was steadfast in my beliefs that like anything that I have perceived and labeled as like 
I'm going to throw up quote unquote woo woo. Okay. That's the only way that I can describe it. If it was in that category of like not based in science or reality, and I labeled it that, not like other people, me, I just randomly label things as like science, not science. And if it's in that category of not science, I feel like I'm just like going to go keep, keep on moving on. I'm just going to take that information that I see and just go away. Right. So I've been, you know, on this journey years now trying to like make changes. Do you have to say something? Well, I think you should clarify like what journey, like what was this journey, like a personal growth? Like what were you trying to achieve? Like what's this journey for you? Well, the journey has been just trying to make my mental health better. Like I just wanted to be a mentally healthy person specifically for my kids. And like, I think that like this change of mindset, like these things, these all affect our kids, everything that you do everything that you do affects your children. And I just somehow stepped right over this. I don't know how I did it. And so I think I started like, kind of like playing with the idea of just like, being happy about things, just like actively like, telling myself to be happy in a situation. And then my son's birthday just came up during the same time as that episode. And I just was like, I didn't care about how, like, I was like, if the house is clean, the house is clean. Like, that was like the mentality of like, these things, like, they just don't matter because this is not, you know, about it. It was about doing something for my son. It was about bonding with my son. That's the sort of memories. Yes. And I started doing it with like, you know, Amelia's birthday earlier in the year. And like, um, I threw a party for uh, Vito's mom earlier in the year. And like, just like actively changing your mindset. And then I don't know why it took these. The thing, the thing that I was trying to like, point out was like, these changes that you want to change, sometimes they take a while. And like, that's okay. And like, Sometimes they, sometimes like it takes many different ways of hearing. Yes. These no, that's so true. So like I hear this even a lot with coaching. Like I can say you need to do deadlifts to grow your glutes, but Susie down the street may say the same thing phrased in a different way and it hits for someone and it makes sense. Right. And that's just a very basic level, but I hear that so much with like nutrition, like in the nutrition space, like I can say something one way, someone, another coach could say another way and it's going to hit for different people. So sometimes like it does take time because someone saying it some way, or maybe just hearing it, you know, multiple times can start to just like click and register and you start to think about it more. So yes, definitely like hearing something the first time doesn't mean that you're going to make that a huge mental shift. And I think a lot of the time when I would hear these like change your perspective was from like gurus on Instagram, just like spewing things, coupling with other bad information. So like, I just kind of like grouped it all there with like, this is probably not great information. And like, I can't even explain to you like, 
it's like a little it feels like embarrassing like admitting that like I thought that being positive like wasn't like a real like thing that could like actually like affect you this was like a few years ago this that change was like a few years ago but like yeah I I want to clarify were you like having when you say like your change what here's what I'm hearing okay you've had this like recent revelation of gaining perspective like when you're in situations not reverting to the negative but mm-hmm. learning how to find the positives in a situation. Am I am right. I understanding that correctly? Mm-hmm. Okay. So like mm-hmm. you feel like maybe you naturally lean to the negative and you're finding these ways to re- rewire your brain to find the positive. Okay. I think I'm following. So let me try to explain this. Is Yeah. I think I think I was trying to actively avoid toxic positivity because that is something that like, isn't great. Like if it doesn't toxic positivity can like, you know, lead to many different things, but it doesn't, I don't know. I don't know if that even applies here. So like I wanted to show authenticity in as best as I could to like people on Instagram, people in real life that like life is hard. Right. But I think I was just trying to do my best to see things as realistically I'm throwing up quotes here as possible, but like for what it's almost very, uh, cynical. You sound very cynical. Right. Yeah. Right. But I thought that like, that was the right way. Because I was just trying to like project that like life is hard and it's okay and here we are thriving. But like I really wasn't doing that. Weird. I fo- I'm following and it makes me like, I hear a couple of things like, you. I think you're also starting to like shed the layers of you that like care what people think. Okay. Absolutely. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. And it's so, yeah. I, I want to do a whole five hours on like yeah. how good it feels to just like not really care what other people think. Like that is, it is such a riveting experience. It's freedom, right? Like there's freedom it is. in that. And I think it only comes for age personally. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like as you start to get older, like it does it gets easier to not care and you have more life experiences. I mean, even just like having kids, right? Like you're like, listen, I got to worry about me and mine. And like, I don't, if you're in the way of that, like you're in the way and you got to move. Like, I just don't care who you are, what you do, any of that. Um, so yes, life experiences and definitely like, as you, as you start to get older, like those feelings feel stronger. Um, and that's what kind of what I'm hearing. I'm like, is that you, you stayed in this very like cynical headspace, but I'm also almost thinking it's because like you were trying to put on a front, like to seem like, Oh, I'm very, I'm very realistic. I'm very this. I, I can, 
I understand your struggles and what you're going through, but we're just going to keep on rocking. And it's like, am, am I, am I on the same wavelength? That's just kind of what I'm hearing. But if there's no truth to that, please tell me. I think that I was just trying. So have you ever heard that when, um, and this isn't exactly the same, the most analogous thing that I can draw here, but when you heal an eating disorder, there's a void in your life, in your heart, in your brain. Like there's just this void of like, what do I do now? Because you spend so much time. Yeah worrying about this so when you actually like work through it and actually like find healing you have to fill essentially this void and think about that and apply it to like all forms of mental health so like for me right now and like you know that this is something that I painfully struggle with is like my body right my body image and I know that like that takes up probably like 90% of my fucking life So like, what am I going to (laughs) fill with this time that I set to like this? So basically, I think that when you start to etch away at these things in your life and you're starting to notice these gaps, gaps or like holes where these bad things once were, you're like it's scary. It's, it's a scary feeling. You're like, Oh, what do I do with all this? I don't even know what to do with all this. So like, sometimes you revert back sometimes. Like, I I don't really know if I'm explaining that as best as I can. But like, I definitely experienced that a few years ago when I was in the throes of an eating disorder. And I got pregnant and I was like eating and like, I was like, what do I do here? Yeah, it was a very weird feeling. Well, I'm curious then, like, as you've started to have these realizations uh, with your, like, mindset and and focusing on having a positive mindset, um, do you feel scared? Does it, or does it feel ne- like, how are you, how are you acclimating to these changes? It's kind of this, like, I want everybody to feel this way. <laughs> it's cool. I, uh, it makes me, it kind of makes me want to cry that like you look in the space. Yeah. I mean, it's so easy to dwell on the negative because like you don't really know what, like, I think another great example was like when I first met Vito and my life like got really fucking great. And it wasn't because I was being love bombed by this guy. It was because like my husband like really unconditionally loved me. And like, I was like, what the fuck is this? And like all my problems all kind of went away. And like, it's been a really, I feel like all these, all these changes are like, kind of like obviously led me to this place. But anyway, what I was trying to say was like, Looking back when I first, like the first year when we were together, I was like, how did I live so long? So like miserably. 
And like, that's kind of the same thing with this like positive mindset changes. Like, how did I allow this to go? How did I not see that like this was something that was standing in my way? And it was all me that I needed to change these things in order to get further. And so, yeah, I absolutely challenge you who's listening to this, reflect on your life and like, Maybe this, what I'm talking about, identifies with you. Or maybe something, it has nothing to do with a positive mindset, but like think of something that might be standing in your way that you are 100% in control of, that you could just change just by reflection. Yeah. So was that what it took for you? Like I heard like, you know, you had with the podcast and then that woman having that um, explanation of like, her kids' birthdays and just her perspective on that. Is there anything else that helped you identify that it was that you needed to have a mindset shift and like how I think for where I want to leave like our listeners with is like, especially if you struggle with um, naturally leaning towards a very negative, like cynical mindset and pulling yourself out from that and into a more positive mindset, what are some things that you can leave our audience with? Well, I will say that like, like I've said, you know, in previous podcasts, the only person that is affected by all of that is you and, you know, your partner, people that you love are are affected by you not being in a great headspace. So like, hear me as somebody that like doesn't believe in like divinity doesn't believe in a lot of things this i don't even know if this is like the right terminology but like there's a lot of validity to um kind of like connecting with yourself and like That's something that I have absolutely just brushed off to the side. Like completely ignored. I hope that I explained that correctly. And I think that's something that, but go on. Yeah, no, I mean, I think it's like, I think this is great. I'm glad we're talking about this. I think it's just where I'd love to close the gap is like where, how you, so like just identifying it, identifying those negative thoughts and because like do you feel like you have completely changed like how are you working through it today like when those negative thoughts come up for you are you actively trying to find the positive in the situation or what does that look like for you in present day is kind of what I'm asking um, I hate to say this but like I feel like what I'm experiencing as of right now is like the positive thoughts are feeling automatic. Okay. There isn't much. How did you get to the, like that automatic place? I don't even understand. I probably sound like I joined a fucking cult, but I did. <laughs> it really was like, oh my, it was like this. I can't believe that like you we're doing this that like it was like a frustration of like so like like it just kind of it all clicked for you 
it all, I heard it from people that I needed to hear it from. So like my friend that was talking about, she's like mom goals. She is such a good motherfucking mom. She is the mom I want. So someone you looked up to had shared this perspective with you and it was like, uh, you had an aha moment. Yeah. And with you, where I've always looked up to you and how you can just like talk to people and like be friends with people. I was like, this bitch really just has a perspective of wanting to make friends. Is that really all that it is? And then I have a friend that's like super positive about everything. And I'm like, what is going the fuck on? Okay. So I heard, so I'm hearing something that I think is something people can take away is like, if there are for you, you want, you had this goal of wanting to in this journey of like, working on your mental health and improving that for your kids. Like that's your why that's what you were, your mission, what you wanted to do. And what you started to do was surround yourself with people who you admired and want to be like, right? Like you looked Mm -hmm. up to them. You started to pay attention to their mannerisms, their behaviors, their school of thought. So I'm hearing if you're struggling with a negative outlook and negative mindset, doing some reflection, but also trying to find people who are like what you want to be like, who have the mindset that you want to have. How can you get in there, right? How can you get in their sphere? How can you listen to them more? How can you be surrounded by their thoughts so you can start to adopt them yourself? Now, that is also something that like, even though I did that, that is something that I have labeled as like, Again, quote unquote, woo woo. Oh, really? There's like science to support that. Like you are the five people you surround yourself with. Again, probably. But like these are like, this is just like the way my brain works is like, if I hear, if, if I think that like that isn't real, like I'm just not gonna like, again, I was standing in my own way. Like I had prevented massive amount of growth. Again, this could just be based on age and I just am immature. Absolutely. Like, yes. And it just takes time to learn these things and it's not overnight. And sometimes it is, and you're just smacked with this and then smacked with that. And then it just all rumbles together. And like, I, I think what absolutely you're saying, it feels like a, it feels like it happened overnight, but this was something that's been in the works for a really long time. It's probably a long time. Like. Yes. Yeah. And like the fact that like, I never forgot what my friend had said a year, a year and a half ago, a year ago, mm-hmm. like that just sat in here. And I was like, dude. And I think and another thing I want people to leave with is like, you are capable of change, right? Like, I think sometimes Mm -hmm. we can believe that we aren't capable of change, especially for someone like you, because I'm going to be honest with you and we'll talk about this later when we're not recording, but like, it makes me wonder with this mindset change, are you capable of, because you just said it yourself, like you don't believe in like divine intervention or anything like that. But with this mindset change, are you open to exploring like the universe, faith, things like that. Cause that's kind of, that's also rooted in this cynicism is on the very other spectrum of faith and God and universe. And, and now it makes me think like, if you're open to those concepts, I wonder if that's something that you would be willing to explore. 
I am willing to explore astrology now. Oh, Jesus. Christ. I wonder where that could go. Even because I find it so funny. These but that's not even based in science either, Miranda. I know, I know, I know. And then I want to, I would like to see if like people actually gain energy from crystals. Is that true? I would love to see all these things that like I have labeled and I won't be able to tell you what they are until like, like I don't have a list in my head. It's when I see it. So like, if you're like, is this something that you believe in? I'll be like, yes or no. Yeah. And like, I would just, I would encourage you to, to explore them all. Yeah. I mean, it's very fascinating. It's all just such a surreal feeling. I know I probably sound like I joined a cult, but believe me, I'm not joining a fucking <laughs> <laughs> You know how hard it is for me to be convinced of something. So. Yeah, sounds like it. <laughs> Cults are not happening uh, anytime soon, but it's just really cool to be on the other side of this. And like, you are right that like, it's a culmination of events. It's time and... And unfortunately, like a lot of it is therapy. And I hate that that like isn't easily accessible to people and it should be, but it really, therapy is like the one thing that like, I know that like has like really changed. I think you can look at me and be like, this woman is not the same yeah. person that she was a long time ago. And it's so cool to like say that, be that, know that. No, I'm very proud of like, your your uh discipline in pursuing you know your most optimal mental health um i i think it's i i've personally have tried therapy myself i think it's probably one of the hardest things to do and i wasn't able to stick with it and i consider myself a very disciplined person so for you to have been in it for oh, many it's so years hard, to work but like, on something what are we working on? What did we just talk about last week? Bullying last week? We were, I was like, how is this shit still here? And then next week, I am going to talk with her a lot about cellulite and getting over. Mm, that's a good this. No, I'm glad because we, you and I talked about that too. Mm. Um, I can't wait to fucking get over that. Oh, God, dude. Talk about avoid. <laughs> Yes, yeah. and I can't, and it's just in time for th summer coming up because, like, you're going to see bodies that have cellulite, you're going to see bodies that have stretch marks, and like, you're going to see bodies that look completely different from yours. And, like, okay, yeah, and That's it's right, placing so much energy and thought into. I just heard this girl on TikTok talk about it, and I've always felt this way, but your body. And how you look is the least, the least interesting thing about you. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely it is. And I want to But for be you, there. it's believing that. You have to be able to believe that. That's exactly it. Because I always talked this about my therapist is like, my brain is split in two perfectly. Not literally, literally, but not this, what I'm talking about is not. I have this side of my brain that can just understand facts, right? 
I can understand a lot. And then there's this other side that's like, none of that applies to you. Not for you. Yeah. Right. There, like I can look at every woman and just be like, you are objectively stunning. And then I look at myself and I'm like, you piece of shit, you, and it, mm, I hate it. And I don't want to be like that, but like, yeah, it, it's frustrating. And of course, like I can look at somebody that has cellulite and be like, that's so cool. Look at you. You're awesome. Like you're hot. But then I look at me and I'm like, how dare you? You're like unacceptable. Yeah. Yes. It's incredibly frustrating i want to know how you because like we have a very similar experience in high school i don't know how similar but like there how did you we shouldn't talk about this now because that is something that we could just go on i could go on about i'm excited to go on about it but yeah i can't wait to hear this from you and Yeah, I'm excited with this perception perspective that I have acquired in the last few weeks I'm going into my next session because this is something that I have been not really focusing any of my attention on really at all. Yeah. Well, and it makes me happy because I it's hard, right, to even when you're someone who who does like you know, I I pride myself in finding the positives in a lot of situations and remaining extremely grateful. Like I live a a very, very good life, very privileged, privileged life. Right. And I am fully aware of that and I can live in that positivity. Like it's okay to live there. It's okay to live there. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is. And so I'm happy that you can finally live in that space because it, it is, it's, it's freeing. It is. It really is. And I think I just wrote about this yesterday. Diary dumping. So good. Yeah. So journal good. dumping. Yeah. Diary dumping. Oh gosh. It's so good. And I was just like, at the end of it, I was like, your life is so good. Stop yeah. it. And it's okay Stop. for you to be like, it's okay that it's good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is okay. And it's nothing because like people you walk around, you go to the airport and you see people who are in situations that you can't even begin to fathom or you, you know, you're not dealing with like just, there's just, you live a good life and it's just, you just want to remember that you want to have gratitude for it at all times. If you can. I, yeah. I just texted my friend about like, there's something that you don't realize that you constantly don't have gratitude for and it's having healthy babies. Mm-hmm. And like, that's a really, so if you're listening to this and you're a mom um, and you're learning to practice gratitude, start there because I know and you know that the moment your kid gets like a stuffy nose and they can't breathe at night, you're just like, I, and that's just like a small little baby sickness we're talking like when that happens you're through the roof terrified right at least i am and imagine like anything worse than that like think every single day that your babies are just healthy and like not needing medical intervention like yeah there's a lot 
easiest way to start. And once you start there, it all just starts flowing out. That's what my experience was, was like all this, when I started practicing my gratitude there, there was ways that like, I was like, oh my God, am I, I have a husband that like, just like by the drop of a pen, he's like doing something for me. Like, that is awesome. Mm-hmm. I have a man that like. Your well, father is still alive. Like you have grandparents who are still here. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot to be, your sister is still, right? Like you start to think right. about, you go down the line. It's very easy to. Just yeah. The gratitude just starts spilling out. And then being gracious of like your own physical health because no matter like where you're at, like it can always be worse. Mm -hmm. It can always be so much more complicated to be living and like, yeah, there's, this is a whole topic. I, I last week you were saying you wanted to talk about breathing. I know we probably shouldn't talk about this now, but like, I want to know more about what like you've learned about breathing, right? Breathing through things. No, not this week. I don't think. Oh, no. Well, we can talk about it another time. But I think I just mentioned it last week talking about just with like um, tactical things that you can do for like high heightened stress moments is just like right. breathing practices, which we can talk about that another time. And all yeah, of that. I'm reading a really good book. Um, it is by Joe Dispenza. It is breaking up with your hold on. And I'll tell you the title of it. I've posted it on my Instagram. Um, gosh, now it's going to be a moment of silence. Mm, I mean, I'll talk about this book that I'm reading. I'm reading Come As You Are by Dr. N- Emily Nagoski. I think I've heard of that. It is interesting. And I, I here I am thinking I'm a low libido babe. But no, I have what's called sensitive breaks. So like I have normal to like highish libido, but like I'm easily turned to like, this isn't a time to be turned on. So like Mm -hmm. stop. So like I have sensitive breaks. That was fascinating. So if you're a mom maybe, or maybe just somebody that has like hit a weird place in your sexuality, come as you are is good. That's a good recommendation. Yeah. Okay. This is the book I was talking about. Breaking the habit of being yourself, how to lose your mind and create a new one. And this one talks about like the actual like tactical um, practices that you can do to like, not just like think positively. Like there's actually like, you would probably like this one. Uh, Once I'm done, I'll let you know. And maybe I can share some of the things that I've learned after reading it. Uh, but yes, it, it, it honestly goes with the same note of what we've been talking about for today's episode. You know, it is interesting that you say the, like the advice is think positively. And like some, like me, I think I just didn't know what that fucking looked like. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know, maybe I think a good example I can leave somebody with is like when I'm driving to like the gym and like it's sometimes I'll go to this gym that's like 30 minutes. I'm like, I don't even know why I do this. But like when I'm in traffic and I'm getting irritated, I'm like, what am I fucking irritated about? Like, what? Like, this is fine. Like, everything is fine. Everything is fine. So that's a great place to start is like changing your attitude while driving. Love 
do it. Let's. I love that. That's an easy one with um traffic. Mm-hmm. Even like you want to be frustrated in traffic, and you see there's an accident. Easiest thing you can do is like put yourself and think. I hope that everyone in that accident is okay. I hope that they are safe. I thank God that I was not in that accident. Like just any inconvenience, any um, any moment. Here's another one. Stressful. I was driving with Dad, I think, and he like got annoyed with somebody doing something stupid while driving, and I was like, "What's the?" I, I started laughing because like I think that's something that I've started doing is like rather than getting frustrated with what other people do while driving like I think it's kind of fucking funny like when people like run like I live in St. Louis where nobody listens to stop signs rather than getting frustrated by the way that this city has worked for years I just kind of laugh at it now so like how much of a power move is it when you no longer get affected by other people's actions right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, again, it's putting the power into it's it's a it only affects you. Letting yeah. other people affect your day only affects you. That was another thing that was a big turning point. Was like I can't give these people power over me. Oh, that's that's what it is. Like when you start mm-hmm. to you're having trouble with your mother-in-law or you're having trouble with a co-worker (laughs) (laughs) you letting them in and getting under your skin you're giving them that power Mm -hmm. take it back a hundred percent and realize that their issue with you is an issue with themselves not you yeah and it's really quite frankly not your business who cares who cares things are just I laugh it off that's really helped me especially like lately when like you see like terrible things happening on the news try to not turn the news off so like not laugh at the terrible things I'm talking like when that's always happening Mm -hmm. try to think of like I don't know like when a, a terrible person uh gets convicted of a a crime like a a victimless crime victimless specifically (laughs) and like you just kind of like find the humor there Mm -hmm. find the humor in things that's really helped change my mindset and I didn't realize that that was something that was going on until just now so well good I think that this was a great episode I'm glad that you were able to share this with us Um, I'm Mm -hmm. happy for you this makes me really excited for you I think I'm so happy about it a really big turning point that you'll remember so Let's, yeah, uh, I agree. Let's wrap this baby up. I got to go to a cult meeting, so I got to okay. go that, worship my... Uh, catch that Scientology meeting that Miranda has to go to. <laughs> Anyways, uh, subscribe. Give this subscribe. Follow the podcast. Like the episode, I think, is what they do. Um, yeah, you can heart it. Oh, heart it, yes. Heart the episode and share to your stories your other people you know spread the word and we'll talk to you soon yes have a great weekend happy friday